जो शख्सियत आज हमारे साथ मौजूद है वो किसी तारुफ की मोहताज नहीं पेशे खिदमत हजरत बंदर हम आप बंदर ही तो बन गए हैं हमने पापो साफ न रखा अपने सौदे कम तुलवाए हम राहत बनता है सॉरी भाई ये मेरी है आइंदा से तुम न पियोगे पांच वक्त नमाज पढ़ोगे फरमा बरदार कल से तुम रोजे तुम सारे के सारे अपने पूरे रखोगे जितने गुना है Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Drawing Room Experts. This is me Zeb, and I say experts, but it's just me most of the time apparently. Um actually, you know what? M- m- me Sahir and Farooq um recorded um a f- amazing podcast over the weekend with um with our friend Mustafa, but um due to technical difficulties we couldn't for some reason it didn't record i mean i i remember recording it and and stopping the recording but for some reason it just didn't appear uh afterwards so that was a bummer and massively disappointed and um again uh, although it wasn't a uh, fault of fault of mine but apologies to mustafa if he's listening uh, i'm going to try and have you back again and we're going to try and have another light-hearted fun discussion like we did the other day so um but yeah it has been me mostly uh, over the past uh, few weeks um no reason actually just um i've been i think mujhe jab time milta hai and, and i i i just start recording it um and uh, usually over the weekends you know i i i have my other co-hosts uh, join me uh, when they have time um but um but yeah even then you know it takes a little while because sabki apni masroofiyat hai obviously so um yeah like i said it's another another monday another mundane week uh start um although this is probably going to be a a fairly busier week for me which is why i'm trying to get this recording out um as early as possible so then you know i can concentrate on my day job <laughs> um but i uh, i i still enjoy this i i still really think cake but like rewarding experience hota hai when i record you know something especially when there's something that i'm excited about excited to talk about um it it really you know makes makes my day so regardless of the fact anyone listens or not i mean uh i was really happy with the reaction that i got from uh, last couple of episodes that i've done um the one about racism and the the one before um about the uh, you know the spectrum of humanity you know um been getting good messages from from around so i'm really happy and glad that you guys that it just um you know reciprocated with someone so um someone a um did find it you know very something that they can relate with so i'm happy um वैसे बड़ा एक आई वाज जस्ट थिंकिंग राइट बिफोर आई क्लिकड रिकॉर्ड एक बड़ा एक कॉमन वे ऑफ थिंकिंग है इधर वेस्ट के अंदर व्हिच व्हिच आई फाउंड रियली यू नो वेरी स्ट्रेंज एंड बिजार एट द सेम टाइम एंड 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 आई हैव बीन थिंकिंग अबाउट इट टू लाइक बहुत पहले से स्पेशली वन आई हैड अ चाइल्ड माई सेल्फ 
when we had a baby you know when we were about to have a baby you know going through the whole process it was it was such a you know oh you know congratulations of course everyone's happy about that but then a lot of uh, i would say idhar ke log especially like doesn't matter ki wo uh, born bred idhar ho ya bahar se aaye hain um unka reaction bada interesting hota tha like they would say um oh damn ab to tumhari baat lagne wali hai or you know you're going to stay up at night and the baby is going to keep you up baby is going to keep you busy like almost um borderline scare karne ke liye ki this is going to like happen and i know they they didn't mean to do that but it just sounds very odd that you would say that right and i that kept me that got me thinking that aisa kyu hota hai aisa i i think aisa isliye hota hai yahan par ki um ha- like committing yourself to something uh like a wife uh marrying and then you know having children is somewhat of a considered considered um um a boring and dull idea over here for some reason and i'll tell you why because i think um they feel like a lot of people over here feel like if jitna der tak single rahenge and jitna der tak they are uncommitted they have the ability to do whatever they want and they feel like your freedom kender is what their you know um purpose in life is is hidden and they try to make it sound as if ki bahut koi like they're going to like change the fucking world by staying single and and um and they're so like particular about their tastes um i think some people may know who i'm talking about here but पर एक एक बड़ा एक इंटरेस्टिंग होता है तो मैं उस पर सोचता था कि ऐसा ऐसा क्यों है लाइक वाई वाई डज वाई डू पीपल ओवर हीयर कन्फ्लेट हैविंग चिल्ड्रन मैरिंग विद दिस बोरिंग डल आइडिया एंड ऑलमोस्ट लाइक बोर्ड लाइन बैकवर्ड आई नो लॉट ऑफ पीपल हु ऑलमोस्ट लाइक यू नो लुक डाउन अपॉन यू एन यू वन यू you know when you go through these life changes and they're like mm, good for you but so typical you know so so common of you to do that like is tarah ki kuch cheez is tarah ki vibes aapko milti hain and um that not might, might not be true for everyone but my experience share kar raha hu to um and i always wondered ke aisa kyu hota hai like i think i think aisa mujhe aise lagta hai um aisa isliye hota hai ke Okay, you know, marrying, you know, obviously, you know, you have uh, additional responsibility. You're living with someone, you know, uh, meeting of the minds is important, and uh, um, a lot of shit that goes with it. You know, it's it's a complete package: the good and the bad and the ugly, right? So um, that kind of scares them. And then also the fact that when you have a a child and you try to like bring them up, um, you know, you're trying to go through that early phase of like sleepless nights and even now you know your 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 schedule you know timeline is pretty much um uh, built around this 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 newborn and that kind of like scares them and i and i feel like ke aisa aisa hone ka koi reason nahi hai especially here in in the bay area in the hub of entrepreneurship where additional responsibilities like creating a company um or starting you know you know a business or a startup um is 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 the the most amazing experience over here and it's always like touted 
by everybody you mean that oh i want to have a startup i want to have a startup they don't know what the fuck they're talking about but they still want to have a startup but fine okay i'll, I'll buy that you want to want to have a startup but then what goes with the startup the startup is i would say vaguely described and i think i can describe it as is liking like having a baby right you have this idea in your head for for a while and then all of a sudden you you try and put that into action and then you know one you know snap of the fingers this is this living thing that you had in your head and now it's right in front of you this company uh, abc.inc you know it's there and now you want to survive you want to make sure that it survives you help you invest your time into it you you stay up na- uh, all night you you forget your working hours there's no difference anymore and you just spend 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 time and and until you know it grows up and becomes successful and then you feel proud I help create this um, for some reason that whole exercise is looked upon as progressive you know as modern as ambitious you know all these big words buzzwords thrown up uh, around it okay wow what a what a what a person what a guy what a girl you know they 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 chose to do this and they built something amazing and they worked their fucking ass off all day all night to build this this is so amazing um and rightfully so i think you know that should be touted and that should be celebrated as such but where does that same logic go when you you say that you're having a baby and all of a sudden that's backward because it you know it takes away your quote-unquote freedom um and you know and, and it also like reduces in certain cases your ambition which is bullshit i think if ambition was to be reduced by having babies or you know marrying um um you know you wouldn't have more than half the businesses that exist in this world though um that's that's you know a ridiculous argument in itself um but the thing is ke uh, i think i think it's just ke yaar aap aap se agar i honestly think usme thoda sa na wo bhi hota hai ke they couldn't do it so they kind of like bring the other person down who's done it and kind of bring this whole achievement to just which they think they would love to have but they can't for some for some reason or the you know maybe no fault of their own even but uh, i've always found it interesting how how human minds function ke ek taraf ek hi tarah ka effort aap ek cheez ko create karne mein laga rahe the only difference is one is a living thing and one is a corporation and for some reason one is you know highly considered very uh, you know uh, ambitious and the other is not so is pe kabhi you know podcast karunga main बात करने के लिए कि यार ये क्या ह्यूमन कंडीशन ऐसी ऐसी क्यों है ऐसी क्यों है इसका एक और फनी इसका एक और एग्जांपल है जो कि यहाँ पर कुछ मुझे जो देसीज नहीं होते हैं उनमें से देखो उनमें ज़्यादा दिखता है मुझे ये वो ये कि दिस दिस एंड एंड इट काइंड ऑफ रिलेट्स टू जो मैंने रेसिज्म में बात करी थी नॉट एक्चुअली रेसिज्म बट इट्स इट्स बेसिकली ब्रिंगिंग योर ओन रेस डाउन एंड थिंकिंग आप कोई बहुत इनएडुकेट हो क्योंकि यहाँ पर यह चीज़ बड़ी होती है कि आप जिस एरिया में रह रहे होते हो ना वो बड़ा इंपॉर्टेंट होता है यहाँ पर फॉर सम रीज़न क्या होता है कि ओ अच्छा आप रह रहे हो फॉर एग्ज़ाम्पल एक एरिया में विच इज़ डोमिनेटेड बाई लेट्स ए मैक्सिकन्स 
or let's say dominated by african americans or uh, let's say dominated by chinese asians um indians what have you right uski basis pe na aapki aapki um uh, i would say aapki image banti for some reason and i even know people jinhone mujhse bola hai you know directly ke yaar mere area mein to gore rehte hain to you know as if to say kaise koi this gets this like a fucking achievement and uh, and i should congratulate on uh, them on that for some reason and they feel good good about themselves i can see it in their body language like they feel really you know uh content they feel confident they feel ke ko zindagi ka maqsad pura hua hai you know and i i laugh at them you know privately of course not in their face although i think i probably sh- should start doing that more um b- but that's insane isn't it ke aapko validation kis liye chahiye hamesha ke agar aap ek to aap number one america aa gaye ho right aap aap ek western mulk mein reh rahe ho to that wasn't enough for you now you want to live with the you know the caucasian americans to really feel good about yourself i mean even if agar main like for the sake of argument ye aapko de bhi dun ke you know traveling or crossing borders you know somehow makes you feel good about your own self uh, that's not what borders you know crossing borders or migrating you know immigration is for it's actually just making your own life better that's all nothing to do with feeling validated or feeling accepted but even if i say ke chalo theek hai you know feel accepted and validated but the fact that you've crossed borders and you come to this western society that should that should do i would say you know more than enough that should be more than enough for you to feel good about yourself but for some reason that's not now it has to be like i need to live with white people around me white people should be my neighbors i should have you know a friend called steve you know works in fucking apple or something um has two kids one boy one girl who would be best friends with my kids uh one boy one girl and our wives are buddies and they do like book uh, um book clubs together and you know we play golf to- they have this whole fucking um um you know a dream and and fantasy which they want to accomplish for some reason out of you know maybe the tv shows that you know that they've seen so it's very strange it's very very strange sometimes you know kuch habits hoti hain hamare logon ki and i mean all of people um that really really fascinate me and um and i'm like that's very strange and hilarious at the same time and uh, for some reason that the same people you know both these type of people who who consider having babies or marrying um inferior uh, and also people who feel like living in white dominated uh, neighborhoods make them you know a big shot all both of these type of people i think you know are hilarious are are absolute jokes and um the funny part is that they think that they are quite the opposite so from the other side hello guys i see you i feel for you i pray for you and um i hope you know whatever sickness that you have in your head you know you you realize and you come to terms with it and um and start loving yourself okay you don't need validation from other people you don't need 
मे बी इसमें दोनों में इंटरलिंग भी करूँ मैं तो द रीज़न वाई यू आर सो डिप्राइव ऑफ लव इज़ वाई यू ट्राइंग गेट वैलिडेशन फ्राम वाइट पीपल इज़ बिकॉज यू डोंट हैव अ फकिंग वाइफ और अ किड मे बी आई नो एम जस्ट प्रॉब्ली टाइप ग्रेसिंग ना हो बट बट या यू गेट द आइडिया तो इंटरेस्टिंग राइट वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग तो एनी वे मुझे आज इस चीज़ पर बात करनी नहीं थी वैसे दॉज नॉट माई माई इंटेंशन बट आई थिंक आई मे हैव वेस्टेड लाइक एटलीस्ट टू शॉर्ट एपिसोड डिस्कशन एनी वे तो लाइक अ लॉर ऑफ पीपल आई एम ऑल्सो इन दैट रैबिट होल ऑफ यूट्यूब वीडियोज जैसे मैंने के जैसे कि मैंने अपने एक एपिसोड पर डिस्कस किया था वन ऑफ द क्रिकेटिंग वंस जिसमें हमने मैंने बोला था कि मैं पुरानी वीडियोस देख रहा हूँ तो इन इन द सेम इन द सेम लाइट आई हैव बीन आल्सो लाइक नॉट जस्ट इंजॉइंग क्रिकेटिंग वीडियोस ओल्ड क्रिकेटिंग यू नो मोमेंट्स परफॉर्मेंसेस बट एट द सेम टाइम आई एम आल्सो इंजॉइंग ओल्ड डब्ल्यू यू नो परफॉर्मेंसेस एज वेल इन मोमेंट्स तो फॉर सम रीज़न दैट इज़ नाउ माई इट्स ऑल्सो नाई part of my recommendations if you like on youtube and i'm i'm doing like the attitude era and i'm doing like the early 2000s when i remember watching wrestling um on a weekly basis religiously and um you know i think until 2005 or 6 maybe is when i thought that this was all real and when i realized it wasn't uh, i think not because of that reason but i think one of the reasons why i just stopped watching them and life happened and i moved on to different things um but time and again you know i still keep in touch with what's happening in the wwe and who's who's there especially when one of the older guys you know make some sort of a return and um it pops up on my news feed or something like that i i always you know try and watch it and i try and and see like what's happening over there because it's still you know i i watch it for entertainment purposes so i think usi wajah se main i i got into that rabbit hole follow these videos and start watching and then i realized ke yaar uh, what i really used to enjoy the most um was not the wrestling matches i i used to enjoy the promos अच्छा wrestling worlds mein wrestling world mein promos kya hote hain promos are basically wo jo रिंग के अंदर रेसलर्स जाते हैं दे टॉक शेट टू वन अनदर राइट अगर फॉर एग्जांपल मंडे नाइट रॉ फोर वीक्स फ्रॉम नाउ मंडे मंडे नाइट रॉ के बाद लेट्स से आमगैडन आ रहे हैं राइट और रेसलमेनिया इज़ कमिंग रोड टू रेसलमेनिया और एनी दोज पेपर वी इवेंट्स आर हैपनिंग एंड टू ऑफ द गाइज आर इन्वॉल्व इन अ बीफ एंड दे वर्किंग ईच अदर एंड तो वो जो चार हफ्ते तक यू नो जो उनकी राइवलरी को यू नो बिल्ड करते हैं राइट दे इट कुड बी इन द फॉर्म ऑफ लाइक अटैक्स ड्यूरिंग मैचेस और टॉकिंग शिट टू वन अनदर ऑन स्टेज एंड यू नो ऑल ऑफ दैट माइंड गेम्स दैट दे प्ले मैं वो बड़ा एंजॉय करता था आई यूज टू लव दैट तो जो मेरी ज़्यादातर वीडियोज़ हैं नॉट वॉचिंग लाइक ओल्ड रेसलिंग गेम्स आई एम मोस्टली वॉचिंग दोज in those moments if you like those promos to 
one of the promos that i really enjoy and 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 um i i love is watching you know returns of wrestlers like when they return from like an hiatus or something like that or from injury or something to which a moment hota hai na that that i love that moment and i live for it because which a crowd ka reaction hota hai and the shock on everyone's faces uh even if they're expecting that i remember back in um 2000 uh, i don't know i want to say 15 16 maybe 14 maybe i don't know but uh Brock Lesnar you know returned to the WWE uh facing to face John Cena of Monday Night Raw uh so I, I was a huge Brock Lesnar fan by the way uh, even you know one of my email addresses used to have his finishing move uh, uh the F5 as one of the you know you know uh abc underscore f5 something like that so <laughs> mera email address pe aisa hota tha so i was a huge brock lesnar fan so when i heard that he's 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 back into the wwe so i i went straight to youtube and and watched like the whole thing like how did this happen so um i still remember ke john cena was i think after his match with rock uh on uh, um wrestlemania if i'm not mistaken he came to the ring and he i think he was asking for a rematch or something like that and everybody in the arena knew that brock's going to come because they were chanting his name and john cena was trying to you know do his thing and uh in in basically talking about the rock and and trying to earn that rematch if you like and and everybody knew that he's playing shit he he knows that rock's not in, in the arena they're trying to build this new rivalry between him and brock so um everybody in the arena was like psyched and they had like brock signs on uh on um you know posters and whatnot and he as he was talking to the crowd um and asking for rock to come and join him in the ring um brock's entrance music hits and as soon as brock's entrance music hits you know the crowd just it's still one of my favorite wwe moments the crowd just goes absolutely nuts and and i love the fact that whenever a wrestler comes and his his in- entrance music hits he takes his time coming out right he takes it's it's not like he's waiting it's a long pause or anything it's probably like 10 15 seconds if you like and brock waited perfect amount of time until his music starts to kick in and he walks like just walks on the like on the ramp and just stands there and admires the crowd and the crowd is going absolutely nuts and uh, John Cena's try to keep it to himself and Brock takes his time walking to the ring gives him an F5 and and that begins like a series of games uh, of matches that both of these guys have over the next few pay-per-views though that moment still rings you know one of the best moments um for me So that got me thinking and and I watched um I started watching like a bunch of returns like return videos ke uh you know the rock returns or something like stone cold returns something like that right though all of my favorite wrestlers and um I I started to really really enjoy him and so this episode what I want to do is walk you guys through my top 10 entrance themes of WWE wrestlers not because how cool they were and or how amazing or their music was or something like that this this is just based on the impact that you know these wrestlers had when they 
when that music hit and they were making a return which was aura create hota the moment create hota to maine rank kiya top 10 apne um theme musics um based on the impact i think they would have when they made returns like i the the, the goosebumps that it would give you is is what the indicator is for me so um i hope you guys enjoy it i'm going to go through them i'm going to try and play them as well so hopefully no uh copyright strikes actually no fair use me if i'm commenting on um um you know uh any music i can play that for obviously not more than you know certain amount but i'm not going to play for पूरा गाना नहीं चलाऊंगा थोड़ा सा लाइक उसका पोर्शन चलाऊंगा मैं जरूर जस्ट टू गेट यू गाइस इन द सेम फील सम सरप्राइजिंग सिलेक्शंस दैट आई हैव बट डू लेट मी नो यू नो इफ इफ यू फील लाइक देयर मोर दैट कुड बीन एडेड टू दिस लिस्ट और इफ यू डिसएग्री विद सर्टेन सर्टेन सिलेक्शंस दैट आई हैड सो एनीवे सो लेट्स स्टार्ट विद नंबर 10 Uh, nice and easy nothing nothing fancy about this one all right that's right that's right this is uh, wits mcmans entrance music coming on um, imagine him and he usually used to come on like you know not very uh, obviously in the 90s he was there pretty much every week but um late 90s and early 2000s may he was uh, he always used to kind of make a return right because he was he was mostly working in the in the um backstage uh part of the show so i feel like that so i i really enjoyed that because i i thought kevo bada ek uska impact hota tha ke imagine like you know two wrestlers probably having a moment in the ring and Vince's music hits and it always like you know drove some sort of a reaction. I thought ye reaction zyada tab hota tha jab when he's making a return because everyone who's even like used to hate him would still cheer for him until you know he would go into the ring and do something absolutely something that the crowd didn't like. So um which would mostly be the case he would never play baby face he was mostly heel. So um so yeah that's number 10. number 9 is another um non wrestler if you like um figure so let's see if you guys can identify this this one this is sort of a, a deep cut for people who used to watch wrestling in the early 2000s here we go Yep, so that's Eric Bischoff. Uh Raw GM back in 2002, 2003, something like that. Um and he he used to be one of my favorite GMs in that in that era because I thought he was really smart and and um um he was the perfect heel for a GM. He was never like a baby face at all. I think for maybe um very brief 
briefly he was a baby face but mostly he was heel and he was amazing at it he was probably uh, i think at the same level of uh, paul heyman in terms of playing heel um and he was charismatic in the ring i love his mic skills and um and um although he was a gm and he used to come in more frequently you know on raw and but still i think that music kind of like people used to really enjoy that i used to really enjoy that entrance theme so that was number 9 going on to number 8 okay this is this might be a surprise for you guys because it's coming in so early and not you know in the 4321 region but still i think is kapna ek ek go tha and there you go So this is Undertaker from his um badass American uh um persona that he had. Actually, I'm going to wait for this uh, one of my favorite parts of the song is this one. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, it's such a weird the lyric it says um nice guys it's uh, it said they always finish last but bad asses always kicking assholes ass <laughs> it means absolutely nothing it probably what he's trying to say that he's he's a badass and he's always kicking assholes ass it's such a <laughs> such a vague way to put it um uh, assholes ass isn't already isn't that so you're kicking so if it's asshole if even if you you know kick their face you're still kicking an asshole so why do you have to kick an asshole's ass to really make a f- <laughs> i digress um but yeah that was that was the undertaker from his american badass uh, persona which i honestly enjoyed more than his uh his dead man routine that he he had at the start of his career and then after this i think late 2000 uh I don't know 2000 after 2004 5 when he returned he became like a dead man again um I, I the only reason why I enjoyed the badass phase was that he has he had this heavy bike that he used to ride on into the ring and he had amazing mic skills and he still did after uh, after the bad has uh, the badass phase but um to be honest I I really enjoyed that more than his um you know um other persona uh uska jo pehla tha like when he started out undertaker was super scary and i still remember watching wrestling in the 90s early 90s when i think btv uh, something like that st and pathy the used to be shit scary that that you know in, in that phase because he had less black and purple uh combination going on black um something black in his eyes like a kajal or something and long hair and creepy ass face with a creepy ass uh paul bear um may he rest in peace uh walking beside him so it was just a creepy combination of of a way, uh, of of all those things and i used to 
uh, be really genuinely scared of him. But as uh, I, I grew older, I thought his uh, American Badass face was definitely one of the better ones. So imagine that, you know, theme music hitting. Um, uh, let's say, you know, someone's beating on Kane in the middle of the ring and, you know, the Brotherhood of Destruction is still a thing. And not Brotherhood, actually, it was Brothers of Destruction. It's still a thing. And um, he comes in with that music like... And he comes in and, um, you know, and kicks asshole's ass, apparently. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to number seven. Let's see who we have at number seven. So number seven, I surprised myself when I put this at number seven because I thought this would be higher because I really love this wrestler. Get up, personality. Cult of Personality, that is um, uh, CM Punk's entrance music, and this could be history, I think this is this is where probably I remember enjoying Returns as much as possible, so I think after the Attitude Era and, and the usual suspects uh, suspects of like Triple H and you know The Rock, Stone Cold and all these people, this was the guy I really, really enjoyed watching, especially his mic skills are bar none, he, he's definitely the best wrestler i would say in my in my opinion in the past 15 years and he's not even and he hasn't been working with the wwe for the past five years or so um so in my opinion he's been like he's up there and i i would say this publicly that if he comes back to the wwe uh, i'm gonna watch i'm gonna start watching wwe again because this guy was something and I remember when he he had his thing uh, where he had this had a moment at the end of a game uh, match against John Cena on Raw, where I think he was supposed to to battle John Cena um, um, in a pay per view um, for the WWE Championships, and after Raw went off air, he went on this rant, eight nine minute rant that you know subsequently went to the internet. And um, obviously it was all staged. Uh, some people say that it was partially staged and part of it was true. But whatever he talked about in that in that real uh, eight-minute segment, which came straight from the heart, it was straight edge. And um, he created a fan base, myself included, that just he said all the right things that I, I really, you know, um, connected with. And... So he, he goes on to wrestle John Cena. No, actually not John Cena. He goes on to wrestle whoever the champion was at the time. Um, wins the championship. Um, and his contract was expiring like the day of the pay-per-view. Uh, obviously, storyline. Um, and and he didn't sign a contract. So in his like game, basically the game was that he's going to have a tussle with the WWE and the management. And he's going to say all this shit. And what he's going to say was that, you know, I'm going to win the belt and then just not sign the contract extraction, uh, uh, extraction, contract extension. <laughs> and um, and just leave the company as a WWE champion. And that's going to be embarrassing for you guys. So he does that. He wins the belt in Chicago, his hometown, and leaves the WWE for like two, three weeks. He doesn't show up. And then, you know, obviously someone has to be a new champion. So they do like a tournament style championship, something like that. And at the end of Raw, 
episode um john cena wins the championship surprise surprise and um he raises you know the bell to the crowd and and then this 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 entrance music hits uh the cult of personality and again perfect pause between the music hitting and him walking on uh, onto the ramp he comes on with the belt uh, in his hand and uh actually around his waist and then he walks to the ring and then john cena raises the belt in front of him to say that hey i'm the champion and then you know the crowd kind of boos and you know half applaud um not a really good reaction for 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 john cena but then when cm punk raises his belt the crowd goes absolutely nuts and that just gives people an idea that this is the real deal and i i, I became a fan instantly and um so his return music was something that left a huge impact uh, on WWE and then also me as a fan at the time. So that was number 7. And now we go to number 6. Number 6. This is probably an easy one. I think I mentioned that in the start as well. So this is Mr. Brock. Well, here comes the beast. That's what Taz used to say when when he used to come on to the ring. So this is Brock Lesnar number 6. Uh again, a very impactful <laughs> uh, theme music. Um although I'll be honest, its theme music is is very standard like we never wrestler at WWE mein. So they would just like pick up whatever heavy metal rock uh riffs available and they just put them together or create a song. It doesn't even have lyrics this one, so it's so basic. But for some reason stuck with him and uske ek aura ban gaya, especially the you know the um the creepy guitar part at the start. Well, it's just kind of I don't know, that was a stupid noise that I made. Um so that um that portion kind of like uh define who Brock became. Um uh in years to come and although his mic skills were kind of something that left some you know a lot to be desired and that's why he had Paul Heyman hanging out with him because Paul Heyman is an absolute god of when it comes to like uh um uh talking shit on stage and he had a moment i think in the 90s as well when he went absolutely berserk talking about WCW versus WWF at the time but i digress again um though the reason why i have this in at number 6 is because of the moment that i talked about early in the episode where he comes back to the wwe from mma and um i'm a huge fan so this this had to be in the list one way or the other so that was number 6 brock lesnar all right t who do we have in number 5 let's see number 5 number 5 oh this is this is i'm just looking at a list that i made Uh, a few days back so um that's why i'm taking a little bit of time and trying to find the song to play this is you guys are now we're into the um you know even if you you didn't watch wrestling wrestling you um you know these guys so we're in that phase now number 5 
DX in the house and um, I, I, I grew up watching a bunch of their returns and, and reunions on Raw and, and that you were really used to you know uh, send chill down your spine and, and I still remember um, you know one of my favorite groups um, in the WWE and again awesome mic skills a lot of these people barring maybe Brock Lesnar um, have like top-notch um, mic skills and that's my definition of a wrestler you can be you know fucking rip or whatever if you can't talk shit on stage and really engage the crowd you're useless to me so um, so yeah DX of course everyone knows DX and they were kind of the rebels of their time and um, and I still remember, I think, 2002, 2003, maybe when they made their return. Um, or, like, you reunited. Or maybe 2004. Um, they reunited. And um, I, I remember, you know, this music popping up. And uh, people knew, obviously, like, Stardesiota, people knew this DX. It's no, like, surprise or anything. Um, but still, like, when they come out and the crowd goes absolutely wild. And it just... What an atmosphere. I mean, the moments that these entrance music's cre- music create is, is what I'm after. That's why, you know, they're in the ratings and the rankings where they are. Uh, for me, all of them there are all of them are winners, is what I'm going to say. Fuck off, Zabe. Fucking cliche. Okay, so that was Mr. or Mr. DX, if you like, at number five. All right, moving on. Moving on to number four. Again, you guys should be able to recognize this one. It's all about the game. Triple H, one of my favorite wrestlers, I would say. Again, decent mic skills, actually more than decent mic skills. And um, again, impactful theme music, you know. And and if you guys remember, you know, he, again, perfect uh, marches to the stage. It it was like so fucking synchronized, and everything, every step was like practiced to the absolute maximum. That he comes out when. Um, you know, uh, he stands at the, r- on, on the ramp, um, you know, with the, with, um, with the smoke all around him and lights hitting him perfectly in his, um, um, ripped body and, and, and whatnot, and then walks to the, the ring right at the, right at this point, actually. So that, that little portion of the song, that's when he gets to the ring. It was so perfect. Um, and he used to do that like day in and day out. So it was so perfectly rehearsed. So that's number four, uh, Triple H for me. Now, top three. Now, this could, you know, uh, on any day, this could go 
you know, the other, any other way as well. But this is how I felt when I came up with the list. So this is number three. And if this is number three, you guys might be overly excited or interested in finding out what number one is. But um, because this might be number one for a lot of people. The sheer badassery of of when that played and 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 um, Austin used to walk walk on stage just it was just absolutely badass this thing um again impact wise amazing even when people expected that he's gonna come um that shattering of the glass just it's iconic isn't it and loved it when he, when this was like unexpected when he would just pop up out of nowhere a few years hiatus and then would just pop up it was just amazing the crowd uh really used to enjoy it myself included though that's number three stone cold again amazing mic skills in the uh, in stage and think he pretty much carried the 90s um attitude era on his uh, on his shoulders um effortlessly too and fantastic wrestler as well so number two is oh the, so this particular theme is what i'm you know learning to play on guitar these days and uh, i think i'm 90 percent there so this is again expected you guys know this one So this is the 2013 return when he, I think he wrestled in WrestleMania in New York against John Cena. I think this was John Cena. This is the entrance that he played. So not the one that he had before. This is my favorite one uh, because of this guitar part. Uh, love it, love it, love it. So The Rock, again, you guys, um, you iconic wrestlers um of all time again with him and stone cold they pretty much made the attitude era with what it was and this particular theme music i, I remember i think um um i think right before the time when he was supposed to wrestle john cena when that whole promo uh was supposed to begin is when he sh showed up on raw and um, with this theme music uh, with that guitar uh, guitar part, so his, his his theme music has been pretty consistent. I mean, just a few changes. I think it's the Pele If you guys remember, it was just like uh, you know, just a repetition of the rock says the rock, the rock, the rock says the rock, rock, right? We'll get that at the picture. Like it used to just ring in the background a lot, and then the guitar parts weren't really as impressive as this one. So uh, this is my number two in terms of like sheer badassery and 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 also just the impact that he used to make when he used to come uh, to the ring so that's number two now number one again i'm looking at this list and i looked at number one and i'm like i'm still convinced that this should be my number one one of my favorite returns of all time um and he's made a few returns to the wb honestly but whenever he used to come uh it was just one of the best returns ever 
So, and Iska theme music is also something. I mean, just as a song, it's pretty good too. So if you guys don't know WWE, don't care about it, the song's pretty badass. So this is number one on my top ten list of WWE themes in terms of impact and um, crowd reactions. Number one. Jericho and I remember this um, this from the time of um, uh, I think 2012 when he returned to the WB and the way he returned is always like magnanimous is um, just like the lights go out and he stands at the ramp under the the massive screen with his arms stretched out wide and his like jacket with with like um uh little led lights all around him so you would see the shape of his his arms stretched out wide um and and his waist so just form some sort of a y obviously known uh used to be known as y2j um and then the music would kick in break the walls down it was just amazing and the crowd uh if he's depending on who's he playing i think he when he used to play Babyface, um, in terms of his entrance, his best moments were when he used to play Babyface because crowd would erupt. Um, and um, but in terms of his mic skills and, and his performances, I thought he was the perfect um, 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 the perfect um, heel because he would just say shit on the you know on the mic go against the crowd, just ridicule them, insult them. I think he had a, um, a segment on Raw called um, Highlight Reel, um, and he used to just, you know, demean his guests and demean the uh, the crowd wherever he was. It's very easy to demean crowds in WB, just say shit about that place, and then that's it. That's all it takes. You don't even have to, like, fucking beat the guy they love you just say shit about their city that's it though he used to be really good at that and um again awesome mic skills inside it top 10 may you know a lot of these people have had barring like brock lesnar probably the only one they had amazing mic skills and that's why uh, i enjoyed them as wrestlers and also enjoyed their entries or uh, their returns whenever they used to come back to the wwe now um that that pretty much ends my top 10 but i had one um that i really um enjoyed um but i couldn't make it to the top 10 um so just the barakatan um one more uh interest music that i really used to enjoy in terms of like the impact it used to have um but generally also just the song was pretty badass as well so that was uh top 10 but this is just like outside of top maybe top 11.
Again, uh, this is Kane. Yeah, he used to come out of this music, um, uh, this theme, around, um, again, early 2000. That's when he had, I think, around the time when he also took off his mock mask is when he used to, um, used to, you know, you know, use this theme music. This is one of my favorite theme musics um, of his. Um, if you were able to combine the look and the aura that he had at the start of his career with, uh, with, with this theme, um, you have a winner in my opinion. Kane, obviously, he's uh, he's into politics nowadays. He's uh, Glenn Jacobs and a mayor of some town in, I don't know, Texas or something, if I remember correctly. But um, again, uh, takes you back, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. That's that was the whole point of it. Um, just to take myself back, talk about these things because I've been reading and and uh, um, watching them a lot uh, in the past few weeks on YouTube, and thought I would just really enjoy just compiling this into a top ten list of mine. Um, let me know what do you guys think about this top down list. If I'm missing anything, if I um, skipped someone knowingly, unknowingly, um, love to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, and then generally, you know, just keep subscribing, listening to the podcast, and um, I'll see you guys again very soon. So thanks. <laughs>